0: What the fuck, America? This is episode five. Kitchen table politics. Easy for you to say. (laughs) Sometimes we (laughs) serve, I know, sometimes we serve coffee, sometimes cocktails, always an opinion. Okay. You feeling better? Me? Had a rough week. Oh, I did uh, have a
1: rough week. And I was going to tell you, I was thinking about you this morning because I ate cream of wheat. Really? Yes, because I'm eating um, non solids for like three days to try to see if it'll help me clear up. I have a diverticulitis infection. It's very glam- uh-huh. glamorous for everyone out there. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so recently a doctor convinced me that if you don't eat solid foods for like three days, then you could clear yourself up without those hardcore antibiotics. So I am attempting to do that. And so I sent my husband to the store for cream of wheat. And he was like, that is disgusting. <laughs> It's so so it was delicious and it made me think of our nanny because she used to feed that to us when we were kids.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the cream of weed either. No? But <laughs> no. But have you tried chicken bone broth? I will. I mean, I,
1: I've got yeah. several meals <laughs> that I can have right. options. <laughs> right now I got some like La Madeline tomato soup and some I figured I could put some crackers in there. Woo-hoo. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I made Matthew try a bite of the cream of wheat, and he didn't hate it. He had never tried it. I guess he was never poor oh, really? when he was younger. I, <laughs> I don't
0: know. You know what Chris used to call what? it? When my mother made it? What? Lump of wheat. Yeah, that's because your
1: mother made it. <laughs> Oh, I hope she's too uh, not tech savvy enough to listen to our podcasts. <laughs> I know. She did make lump. <laughs> she made lump. Of it's not hard to get the lumps out, man. All you got to do is stir it from the very beginning.
0: You know how impatient she can yeah. be.
1: Yeah. And and actually we make it in the microwave now. I mean, it's it took like one it was like super easy,
0: but I miss oatmeal. I really miss. How oatmeal. come you can't have oatmeal? I love oatmeal. I can't have any kind of those kind of carbs. Oh. The wheats and the oats are oats, oats are and stuff like that. Yeah, my,
1: my best friend was yeah. just diagnosed with diabetes, so she also she, type two or one. I guess it's the kind that you get, not the kind you always had. Okay. So um, I yeah. think it's reversible, but she's got she's got to change her life,
0: oh. which is hard. <laughs> it's a little so hard. hard I mean it's, you it's know it's actually really it hard. Is hard yeah you it's hard when you think about how you d- well I was a person that have always been healthy you know that I've always tried to eat really well and things like that and to still be diagnosed with that and I am pancreatic sensitive onset diabetes Ugh. which is a whole other realm spectrum of diabetes but it's Cause from pancreatitis. So, that when you're when you grow up or when you're a young adult and you're always healthy and then that hits you in the face and you still can't eat anything. Like I haven't had a real pizza in three years. Oh, yeah, my my husband would not kill himself if he could. That fucking sucks. I know, but like, and it's funny because it I
1: don't it. care if I ever eat pizza again because my husband loves it so much that I have to eat it way too often. Like I'm like. Pizza again? I know. So I should oh, really? think of you when I'm being forced to eat pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I I laugh when they have pizza at Wilson's work because that poor man never gets real pizza. So he loves you it. Know, That's his favorite like, day. Yeah, he's he's like, yeah, pizza day. Yeah. And exactly. uh, remember, remember
1: pizza day in the cafeteria at lunch? That disgusting slab of well, shit I, that we thought was wonderful. Oh my god! I don't know what I don't know if you thought it was wonderful, but I liked it.
0: No, <laughs> it was fake. Yeah, food. It wasn't real. It was food. so fake. Ugh. Well, the the crust was wasn't real. The crust it wasn't bread. Real. It was some kind of that, bread. Yeah, it was just a piece of bread. Right,
1: biscuity bread at that mean, kind of. It and was. Then, it was almost I
0: mean, like they did bisquick on a pan. Yeah. and then did the. Pizza. And I don't think
1: the cheese was real. I mean, because it didn't really melt. Oh, you know, like it just no.
0: stayed in the
1: same shape of cheese that it of the grated that it was. You know what I mean? Got a little <laughs> yes. got a little oily. Or, that was <laughs> our
0: first sign. That was our first sign of non mozzarella yeah, like, or non dairy cheese right. is what I want to say. Non dairy yeah. cheese. And that was just cuz they were being
1: cheap. <laughs> I, I guess, oh, yeah. you know? I mean like
0: Oh yeah. When I was a school teacher, we I was on the lunch board. You had to always have a some committee you were committed right. to. Then mine was the lunch board, and they really w- would knock that shit down. They want that, to, you know. They want each meal to cost less than a dollar.
1: <laughs> I mean, holy <laughs> shit! Like, yeah. They, and then, and that's how they think about what they're going to put into the bodies of the children.
0: Right. And then they, they, they will argue with you all day long about how. The kids won't eat the vegetables. Don't even put them on the plate. We don't need those vegetables. We don't need salads. We don't need this. If you just put this on there, you don't know how much people waste, these kids waste. And I was pro, like, you need to put some vegetables on that plate because I know a lot of these kids would eat a salad. There's a pyramid. They're supposed on that to plate. follow the
1: pyramid. And it has yeah, salad on it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> There became laws about it which was good, you know. See, that's why we need regulations, because they would just feed our kids arsenic at school so that they would maybe (laughs) be less hungry so they wouldn't have to spend so much time feeding them. Maybe they'd give them methamphetamines so that they would work harder and eat less. You know, I mean, I just can't imagine what they might do to our kids if there weren't any regulations. So I'm going to change the subject. Have you gotten a vaccine?
0: No, I'm still not what? able to. I'm still not in line. Oh, my
1: God. You have an
0: underlying health condition
1: that could make you die if you got COVID.
0: I have diabetes, but I don't have diabetes where I have to take a shot. Oh. So it puts me at the back I of the got line. in there
1: because, well, I guess there's three things. I have AFib, I have hypertension, and I'm fat. So, so those three things— I'll, each one of them may qualify me individually, but together, I'm triple qualified. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went down. Well, So, I, yeah, they called me up and said, you're on the list. Get over here. And I have a feeling that uh, I, I immediately had heart palpitations. This would be helpful to our readers probably because I have AFib. I had bad heart palpitations after I got my shot. And I did. it took me a while to realize maybe it was a reaction to my shot. And it wasn't just like I had a high level of stress going on in life and at my job and stuff, and in my per all, you know, just life, people, everybody has stress. I thought it was stress related, but then I someone reminded me, Well, you just got the vaccination. And I had like a twelve hour episode and an eighteen hour episode, longest ever, of like heart palpitations, which was crazy. I almost went to the emergency room over it.
0: What'd you think of this week? What'd you think about all the news this week? Mm -hmm. Like It was a lot. And you were.
1: I was kind of under the weather, but um, I still paid attention to quite a bit. And um, I'm excited that they passed the COVID relief package that also includes a lot of money to get children out of poverty. And I think that's. Pretty amazing. I think it's pretty majorly wimpy that they didn't manage to get the fifteen dollars minimum wage pushed through. Because I mean, when are they ever going to do that? By the time they do that, I don't care where they got to shove it in. By the time they do that, we're going to need a twenty-five dollars minimum wage, and we'll have to wait thirty more years for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just to me uh, that should have that that should they should have played more hardball to get that.
0: In my opinion, well, again, Democrats doing the. We're going to recede to this. We will do, make this concession for you. Yep. We'll make that concession for you. And then in the end, the Republicans still said, no. Yeah, fuck
1: you. And they gave us a big fuck you because you know why? And I was listening to, I can't remember who it was on, on who was given an interview about it. It was a Democrat that was talking about it. But he was saying that um, they didn't have to, they knew that that it would pass if they didn't vote for it. So it was a win-win for them because they, some of them would have voted for it if, if they had to in order to get it passed because it was so popular and people wanted it. But they could pander to their base, their non-mask wearing base, by not voting for it, and it would still pass. So it's like win-win for them. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. But it's still
1: shitty. I know. No, they're not working for anyone.
0: No. And in the end, I hope it really does bite them in the ass when it comes to voting, because they didn't do anything to help us. They didn't put through any kind of an emergency uh, legislation when COVID hit. Like Trump did one thing when it first started, but nothing for a long term uh, potential downfall of whatever COVID has brought us.
1: Well, they jumped yeah. up and down and cheerleaded like a motherfucker when it was a $1.9 trillion tax cut for rich people. Right. And then they wouldn't vote for this. So, I mean, that that so clearly tells you who they are. And it's so against what these Trump-supporting Republican— I, I have to say Republican with air quotes because I don't consider them Republicans anymore. I mean, but that—it's so against what they— say that they want, I mean, like they say they want underdogs and real people to be taken into consideration, but they're just going to look at everything like welfare, but then they're going to take social security and they're going to take Medicare and they're going to take, you know, the check that gets sent to them in the mail and they're going to cash that puppy in five seconds
0: flat. But, and not to mention, they're going to take their lifelong salary that they get for even being there you know i mean some of these people these old these very old men i mean the average age in the senate is well over 65
1: oh yeah i mean they're old bastards you're right all of them i mean they right. like like remember that one that was like that was the the judge over yes. the uh, I mean, that guy—he could—he could. of the impeachment. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, he couldn't even like understand what was going on.
0: <gasps> oh my god! The okay, so they were doing the other legislation for this COVID relief plan, right? And I heard that judge's voice, and he was doing the same thing, and I was <laughs> laughing because I remembered how you said oh it. he god. was. <laughs> He was the 100 year old man up there. He just has no idea what is going on, but he's going to keep hitting that gavel. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would they put him on TV? I mean, like, don't put him on there. Like, just let him sit in the back, you know? <laughs> oh, I mean, he was some sort of manager judge or something I know. like that. That was I just know
1: very happened. weird. I mean, it was. like, how.
0: I- and I heard him on this I heard him on this um, podcast I was listening to and they had a clip of them signing the new legislation. I was like, Oh my god. Well why
1: did they put him on there? They just need somebody to stand next to him and be like, just sign right there. Sign. <laughs> That's where you gotta sign. Now move it on to the next page. You know, I mean I I in my in the law firm that I work at, like I draft wills and then I help people sign their wills. And it reminds me of, like I had a guy the other day, and I mean he he was mentally all there, but physically, like he shook real bad. Yeah. And so he was, and he needed to initial each page of his will and then sign. And he had a lot of things to sign. I mean, it's not quite a mortgage package, but it's <laughs> but it's it's significant. You know, there's many, many places to sign, and it was it was a lot of work for him. And so I was like leaning across the table probably flashing him a little bit. He got some cleavage <laughs> from that. And I was flipping the pages for him to help him out so he could, you know, move quickly and be efficient. And yeah, it was reminding me of that guy. <laughs> I was thinking he did, that guy that we were just talking about, he needs somebody like that. He needs somebody like me.
0: <laughs> yeah. telling him, And there probably is somebody behind him. You know, yeah, like flipping the,
1: the page for him. Okay, yeah, so, like yeah. that
0: old pope they used to say, the pope that was before this pope, how the, they used to say he was really Benedict. dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they stood him up. To- <laughs> well, long, weekend <laughs> They weekend at Bernie's him for a very long time. Yeah, well, That's the new the pope part.
1: is the bomb, so we could be just real happy. I'm still calling him the new pope because he will always be the new pope because right. he is so much. So, so much more innovative and and modern and fresh than the other popes. Yeah, because yeah. he he's not three hundred years old. No, he's living in the modern age and and uh, has some cognizance yeah. of what's going on in real life. It's very exciting. Yeah. I don't I don't care really about t- Catholicism,
0: but it sure did make it more interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's in- interesting that. He's got, there's a, a lot to teeter and totter with what he's doing. He's trying to bring them into the 21st century at the same time that he's trying to keep these, you know, traditions that they have. Yeah. So, he's got a tough job. He does. Um, So, what the hell did you think about the CPAC? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I mean, did you see that stupid bitch?
0: I saw a lot of... Gilfoyle? What an idiot.
1: God, she's so gross. Uh, Trump's girlfriend with her big fake boobs and her her sarcasm, you know? Yeah. Oh, she's so disgusting. And she used to be married to that Gavin. We talked about this before once, I think, earlier about um, her being married to that Gavin, who was the governor of uh, California.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: How did he ever get with her? (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I, <don't> know. <laughs> I was just, I just saw like a blip of her speaking at CPAC and I was like, oh my God.
0: Well, you know, Trump wants people up there that don't have their own brain, that only, you know, they have the big boobs and they look really pretty. I mean, he's, <laughs> you know, he wants the Miss America type. He doesn't want anybody smart. I mean, he thinks that if as long as he calls women nasty, ugly, stupid, that, you know, that's that they feel demeaned by him and he can live in a superior world of his own, which any woman with a grain of salt doesn't give a flying fuck what he thinks.
1: Well, right. And, you know, I mean, that just, that's just, uh, as a uh, immediately we're having a tangent. <laughs> I know, (laughs) which is that here it is, Cuomo's, you know, getting ready to get in some big trouble, probably going to have to resign. Or, you know, I mean, ultimately, the women keep coming out of the woodwork. And unfortunately, that's all happened while he's in office. I mean, it's one thing like it's one thing if it happened before he ever worked in that position in government. But Mm -hmm. all the stuff they're talking about happened while he's working as governor. That's an interesting part of that for me.
0: I have to say that there's something about this whole incident with the Cuomo. Okay. Number one, he was an easy target. Okay. Yeah. He's an easy target. And all of a sudden, Trump says, and the Republican Party, hate Cuomo. Right? Yeah. They they wanted to exact revenge on that man. They, or they wanted to exact revenge on anybody that didn't totally support Trump. Okay? Um, Cuomo has the biggest mouth. Right? Yeah. I just feel like it's really weird. And I'm not trying to be all controversial with these women. But all these women just now. Well,
1: it's just—it's like always, though, Renee. Like, if one person comes forward, that makes other people more comfortable about coming forward. So I feel like one person was brave enough to say something, you know, and make a real complaint. And then other people felt, well, in solidarity with others, I feel brave enough to say the truth. There's safety in numbers. Who who knew Cosby was going to have 35 women come out and and (laughs) say the truth about his— Rapist ass, you know, and up until then, you know, they didn't feel comfortable. A lot of them had never felt comfortable speaking up about it, maybe to their friends, maybe to their families, but not in public because they were fearful about ruining their careers, about losing their uh, reputations, about being, you know, hated on, you know, getting death yeah. threats. A lot. The, th- the problem is, to me, is the difference between. The Republican Party and the Democratic Party. <laughs> so, like Trump is a pussy grabber by his own admission. Committed crimes, financial crimes, hiding that money from Do- Stormy Daniels payoff and that other chick payoff during his campaign, which are you know he should already be, he should have already gotten in big trouble for that. He, he's he's just managed just to skim by everything. He was accused of rape. Somehow, you know that doesn't. Impede his ability to move forward. And then, right. and then, I mean, that's rape. You know, nobody's saying that Cuomo raped somebody. Right. You know, they're only saying he made
0: him uncomfortable
1: because he said horrible shit. He said shit that he shouldn't be saying at work.
0: Right, and, and doing things that he shouldn't be doing. Yeah, making and people I, uncomfortable. And I completely get that. I just think that we've got too many politicians coming forward and saying, you need to resign, you need to resign, you need to resign, when... I mean, these guys they haven't are even politicians done an- and lawyers. You know better. Like you, let's present the facts first. Right. Okay. I would like to see the facts that he did it. Yeah. And I'm an, sorry. Yeah.
1: But- there's an investigation, so let's let the investigation right. happen and see what happens. The world's not going to fall apart if he's the governor for a little bit longer. He's been right. doing a fine job being a governor. I'm sure from this point forward, he won't say shit to right. a single woman right. <laughs> until the shit is. <laughs> the investigation is over, so we could pre- right. be pretty much comforted by that, right? So, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree with you that there's no need for him to resign immediately. That there should be an actual investigation, but I also think that if he if he was doing that, if it can be proven that he was doing that, saying things that made people uncomfortable, if he was told that it was making them uncomfortable, sexual in a sexual way, and he just continued to do it, that he should be fired. If he was the head of a corporation, he'd be fired. Correct.
0: But you said it right in there. Did he really know where he was being? Probably. Yeah. I mean, at, there is a point where he knows he's not being. People told him probably. I mean, like, okay, my boss, my boss does that. I mean, he.
1: What if he listens to this? Who cares? Okay. So he <laughs> says sh- he says shit. My boss says shit all the time. One time, not that long ago, he's uh, I'm working from home and my remote PC. I'm remoting in. To my uh, work desk, and it it's messed up. So he's got he's at the office, so he's got to go sit at my desk for a minute and try to try to get me hooked up, right? So he fires up my computer, and the first thing that shows up there is, uh, I guess, a pic. I have rotating pictures that show up on my screen, my wallpaper for my computer. I guess you'd say it's a girl, a woman holding a cat. So he's like, oh, and she's got, he's talking to me, right? While he's doing all, oh, and she's got real nice boobs, he's telling me. And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, you know, and he goes into this thing. Well, you know, oh, I probably shouldn't be talking about her boobs. But, you know, I just think about boobs all the time, he tells me. (laughs) I'm like, God damn it. You know, just (laughs) fucking focus, right? Just focus on the fucking thing we're trying to do here. Right? And don't talk to me about boobs. Like it's so wrong. Like quit doing that. And then the other day he told me all about his underwear. He I ordered underwear from Amazon and this is the kind of underwear I get. And this is the manufacturer of those underwear. And do you do you actually say stuff? Oh I to him? fucking oh sure. I say like Jim, nobody wants to hear about your underwear. That's totally inappropriate. Like stop talking about things like that. You know, I mean sometimes I say stuff, but it's real frequent. I mean, it's not infrequent. So like sometimes I say things and then other times I just walk out or just ignore him. Sometimes I laugh because it's just like oh my God, right? Oh God.
0: Right. The just the whole impractical like of him doing it. How does I mean, he mean you're right? just like
1: what universe does he live in that he thinks that's okay? <laughs> right. But he constantly does it, you know, and, and there are the other women, um, in the office, which there aren't very many now. There's only two of us now, but there were four of us. I mean, the one of the only things we could all agree on <laughs> at all times was that he, that was crazy like that he would do that. And it was disgusting, and we all found it really uh, offensive. But he's the boss. He pays the bills. We can't get him to stop. We just have to try not to take it personally and just put our head down, do our work, and not not encourage
0: it. Right. And plus, you know that if you— tried to sue him, he doesn't have anything. Right.
1: <laughs> There's that. <laughs> and then this is something that is more prevalent in our society than people realize, that it still happens to lots of us. Now, now the one person I'm dealing with is like 60, almost 65, and that's kind of an age range where, I think that's an age range where men are pretty, they're not very self-aware,
0: no, they're not.
1: And they're very um, narcissistic or self-absorbed, I might say.
0: Yeah, that, those are the dinosaurs that are still left. Right. They're, they're, they really are, that whole era of people. And, I mean, I'm including my brother in that. He's about to turn 60. Uh-huh. So.
1: He's a, a product of a different time.
0: Yeah. It was a different time, but you also grow and learn. You don't stay in that time. When you know that it's, I mean, you clearly know from media, television, that it's not right.
1: Right. And because your sister tells you, don't be an asshole. Right. And because you're, like I've said to my boss, don't be an asshole. That's like totally asshole-ish or whatever. And then sometimes it's better for a little while, but then it just creeps back out, you know. That's the word for it, Creep.
0: Right. It amazes me that it still goes on. It really does because I still remember one of my very first jobs out of high school and the guy asked me when I planned on having kids. And I remember just like didn't even know how, what to say. I literally didn't know what to say and at the time you didn't know that that was illegal.
1: Yeah, and it who's going who's going who's the like interview police that are going to show up? And make sure that people don't ask you right. questions like that. <laughs> Nobody. And then, you know, you can decide to yourself, well, I don't want to work for someone who would ask questions like that. But how desperately do you need a job? Correct. You know, I used to wear a wedding ring when I went on interviews that was not mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, it was none of their fucking business. And they could think I was married because that makes people seem more stable. And then, um. all, and I had a child. So if I accidentally mentioned my child, it wouldn't indicate to them that I was a single parent. And they don't need to know I'm a single parent until they hire my ass and let me prove myself. So I used to do that. I used to wear a wedding ring in interviews. Wow.
0: Well, that was smart, I think. It was, uh, it was dishonest. <laughs> 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 but, like, well, you know, you got to work with what's going on in, your, in, this, in society. you got to do what you got to do. I had that happen to me when I was hiring a girl. I hired her to be a lash artist. artist. This was supposed to be long-term. She was going to be on there on a regular basis. And then about mm, a month into, you know, having to train her, having to pay to train her, having to do everything, she tells me that she's pregnant. Oh. And has been pregnant.
1: Yeah, she was pregnant before she took the job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't do anything about that. Yeah, it's It's too late. At that point, I can't fire her. And the reason
1: why there are laws out there like that are just for people like her, because she needed a fucking job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a good thing she didn't look pregnant. Oh, yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. She did managed, not look she pregnant. She managed to
0: slip right in there before she did. Before it was showing. She did. And <laughs> she was pretty far along, actually, but she was just a very petite person and wore the right clothes. Yep. Yep. So and
1: she fooled you.
0: Yes, she did. <laughs> She turned out she she turned out to be a great employee oh, that's up until good. she had the baby. She was wonderful she was um I, I put her at the front desk because getting in the to the lash thing I needed somebody on long term, so I gave her a a salary and let her be at this front desk and she turned out to be a very good front desk girl she and did she come phone. back
1: after the baby
0: uh we were closed down by then, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was I was thinking to myself that, that, that during this last year would be such a great time to have just had a baby. Because yeah. you you know, you <laughs> yes. have to stay home with your baby. Right. And you get to have I mean, I know it's gotta be pretty stressful, but it's pretty stressful anyway.
0: Right. You know, you I might know, as well and then you to, don't you just have no choice. Like you have to be home with the baby. So yeah. that's kinda cool.
1: Yeah, because in our in our country, I mean like we're encouraged. I I, I took six weeks is how long I took. When my baby was born 30 years ago. That's not very long at all when you think about... Uh, I can't even believe we, I only took six weeks. That's crazy. Right. right. You know, but that's how long we encourage our people to take, generally.
0: Right. Six weeks. Not very long. Not
1: very it long. It isn't. Yeah. Not
0: anymore. But hey, hopefully these ladies got to the year. Then you got a pump in the bathroom and shit. Yeah. Right? I know. It's <laughs> right. crazy. It is. And it's not fun because... No. Those bathrooms aren't made for that. Hopefully we'll make
1: some progress on that. We'll have to check in about that at some point and see yeah. what we think about that.
0: Yeah. Hey, I did read this thing. I read this article on the CPAC, getting back to the CPAC for just a second. Okay. I wanted to say this. Um, did you notice that the stage resembled a it's called a Del Rune? I don't which know. Which is, is a symbol, a neo Nazi symbol. Oh my God. Right. I had no idea, and I'm hoping that this isn't some conspiracy bullshit. But, yeah, I mean, it was plain. They showed it. It's a symbol that the Nazis used to wear on their collar. Holy crap. Yep, and supposedly the a lot of white supremacists have been using this symbol for a long time.
1: I'm seeing it. I'm looking it up right now because I'm like, holy yeah. moly, of mother yeah. of comparison of lawmakers to fascists. And Nazis isn't uncommon these days. Well, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, so let's see.
0: Yeah, this is. Oh, just. Oh, I see. So the so the
1: star yeah. around the CPAC mm-hmm. that looks kind of like that symbol they wore on their neck. Yeah. Ooh. Isn't it that does weird? The stage. A little bit like that. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's a coincidence? God, they're so disgusting.
0: I don't. I mean, everything's if you go a dog for, whistle, though. If you go for a conspiracy theory kind of bullshit. I mean you're well, just feeding into that. You can't narrative. take away that he said,
1: "Stand by, proud boys." You just can't take that away. He said no, it with his own mouth. Right. To to the public. So, right. you know, I don't I don't think it's too far of a stretch to think no. that 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 group of folks, I mean, there was a Confederate flag. There were multiple Confederate flags that were being carried
0: at that insurrection, too. I mean, Right. You know, I mean, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, if you look at it and you look at the, and you know, you can't. Everything you read is not proof positive. But I did get this off of CNN's website, so uh-huh. I'm gonna hope that it's a little, at least it. At least they're kind of looking at it and going, um, that there looks, might be something. There here. might be.
1: You can look at it with your own eyes and decide if you think it's something. Really, right? You know, I mean, right. I'm looking but, at
0: it and it looks. It looks kind of <laughs> similar, right? And, and then when you look at a neo-Nazi flag, it has the same symbol on it. So you can go from there to there. to there. I mean, you can yeah. you know get the lines, yeah. Draw the lines between the dots, baby. Right, They're right there. Yeah, I mean, God, those
1: guys are just
0: yeah. Because it then that's a little scary. You know what I mean? Like that's really scary. It is to been think scary. that. Yeah, to think that. I mean, well, that just takes us right into what we're talking about this week anyway. Yeah. Uh, I had to look up fascism. Mm
1: Me
0: too. Even though I knew a little bit of it, I did not know how dark that that fascism is. Like, that is the form of far-right authoritarian, you know, ultra-naturalism characterized by the dictator power, you know? It's Mm -hmm. it's forcible... Suppression
1: of opposition. And I'm just like, yeah. Well,
0: wow. Like that's that's it. You're thinking Mussolini and Hitler when you think of fascism. Yep. It's
1: it's a scary thing. Right. That's when you're just going to force everybody to do it the way you want them to do it.
0: And by force, like by force, they right. s- simply put, they want
1: force. But they don't call themselves fascists. So no. you know, I mean, they don't they don't own that. And then they. They, they don't call themselves fascists, but then they say Antifa is violent. So, I mean, it's the same old thing that they've always done, which is project. So whatever they're saying that you're doing is what they're doing. Right. <laughs> Almost always.
0: <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen lots of that. Yeah. Like this whole story of Trump people being fascist. Once you read what fascism is... You believe it,
1: 100%.
0: That's exactly
1: the way, I mean, the riot and the insurrection, whatever you want to call it. I mean, the whole time they were saying that Black Lives Matter's protests were riots, and some of them were. There were some that evolved into a riot along the way where they actually busted into stores and stole things and stuff. Some things did happen along the way, but there were so many protests the massive majority of them were not violent. Right. But they're going to pick out the little tiny bit that was and say, oh, they're just rioters and whatever. And then they turn around and do this big riot. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's okay for them. I don't, you know, I mean, like, not to make the connection. Like, they just don't even, they just act like like we're too stupid to see that. And right. I guess a lot of people are too stupid to see that.
0: So, I don't know. Well, they justify it. They totally justify it. I had to talk to this little girl, and I call her a little girl, but she's really like a young woman who was at one of the doctor's offices I go to, and we were talking about it, and I said, you don't find it, and she was, she's a Trumper, and I was like, you don't find it ironic for an insurrectionist to be beating a cop with a flag that says Blue Lives Matter? (laughs) Like, Do you not find that ironic? Yeah, or disturbing. Or disturbing. And she just kind of looked at me with these wide eyes like it had never occurred to her.
1: Nobody's ever said that to me before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because I just couldn't hold, you know, sometimes down here in the South, I can't hold it anymore. Yeah, well, that that seems
1: perfectly reasonable to me.
0: I was just like, don't you find it? I was actually pretty nice about it. And then she's just looking at me like...
1: Oh, oh. she's like the words that are coming out of your mouth, but then the tone don't match up in my, I'm having a difficult time figuring out what I think about this. It's absolutely,
0: yes. She's like, yes, Yes. ma'am. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. Yes, "Yes, ma'am.
1: Well, good. At least they taught her to say yes, ma'am, those fucking bastards.
0: Well, yeah, you get a lot of yes, ma'am, yes, sirs, but
1: they don't don't mean shit.
0: understand it. Yeah. I mean, the scary part is you need to recognize fascism, don't you? I mean, fascism, you need to yeah. recognize it so it doesn't ever happen again, Well, period. I mean, that's
1: why people started comparing Trump to Hitler early on. It stuck enough, you know, that, 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 that it kept being a comparison because, I mean, he, he exhibited those types of behaviors. Uh, people did fo- are following Trump. To some crazy degree, and in a way that is uh, even violent, as we've seen. But thank God he's not as organized or uh, smart as Hitler was. And Hitler worked w- under the scenes and got a lot of people to be very loyal to him um, and to push his agenda. Well, sounds simili- it sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. The same. Yeah, but Trump, <laughs> Trump, Trump wasn't really able to keep people loyal to him because he...
0: Well, that's he, true. He's
1: not loyal to anyone. So, I, I, I mean, I don't. I think that Hitler must have been better at it <laughs> than Trump, you know, or he wouldn't have gone, gotten as far as he did.
0: Well, of course he was better at it. Right. He was definitely better at it. Right. Because he did, I mean, also the country that he was in at the time was ripe for it. Right. After World War I. Right. That, I mean, every, they had a lot of angry Germans on their hands. Right. That shouldn't have happened.
1: The people that p- Hitler picked, like, picked up the baton and carried it even when he started to fail and became mm-hmm. uh, incapable of, of continuing the fight himself. He had enabled lots of people who were just very invested in it and interested in continuing that, you know, all the way to the point that they did. You
0: know. Right. Well, they had, he had so many loyal followers and so many people that would do anything for him. And that's, that's why they, when he started losing his mind, that they kept going Yeah, they hid, they
1: hid that he had lost his mind. Well, you know, and it makes me think, you know, what portion of that, and, and, and it, it's, it's something we should be thinking about here in America, too. What portion of that was, you know, a lot of people went along because for for a variety of reasons they went along because they didn't want to be uh, targeted you know so because if yeah. you didn't go along then you became a victim Correct. so so a lot of them went along you know they didn't want to lose their house and their jewels and their artwork and their livelihoods you know so they so they they went along some of them got tricked into it you know and they were they were loyal in the beginning you know and then when they realized holy shit you know, Look at what he really is doing. Like we don't really believe in that, you know, but it's too fucking late. You already right. participated in that and what you did was horrible. It was heinous, it was murder, it was it was genocide, right? And so then right. you're so ashamed maybe. It's so bad that you can't admit that you did it. That you can't face it or look at it or talk about it or or cop to it. And so then you're stuck with this with this cover up with this denial because it's so bad that you have to deny it. So I think that was one of the reasons it was so successful for to the degree that it was. is because once people had been conned into participating in it, then they couldn't admit what they had done. You know. Yeah,
0: they were you're right. They were so far in and that they had to dig their heels in right. at that point. And but they also saw the fact that they, if they didn't dig their heels in and they didn't try to believe it, if they didn't try to be in it all the way, they were going to die. They were going to get killed,
1: and their family right. members were going to get killed, and they were going to lose all, everything they had. Well, and so, like, I think that we need to keep an eye on, you know, our insurrectionists in that way. I mean, somehow, our people are so fucking stupid, you know, that they just don't even seem to get it. You know, did right. you—I I saw this—the um, the one guy that was sitting in uh, Nancy Pelosi's office, that guy— yes yeah I, I read the transcript about him talking to the judge. They had a they had a hearing. I guess a bunch of those guys that got incarcerated, they got arrested and then got put in jail. I guess most of them have gotten out like on bail or you know awaiting their trial or whatever. yes uh, but this guy <laughs> I guess he fucking I, maybe he had a problem with his counsel and that was one of the things. he was being difficult with his own uh, a lawyer. And so that kind of delayed, I think that's what happened to him, is that that kind of delayed his hearing. And so then by the time the judge was listening to his hearing, the judge had said, I'm just going to give you my quick synopsis. The judge is uh, asking him on the hearing, so, sir, do you understand we have to do this hearing by telephone? And do you accept that that's the way we have to do it because of COVID and because of, you know, the regulations? And he said, yes, I agree. Yes, I agree to do the hearing Over the telephone, understanding. And then I guess he had gotten a new counsel because he had fired his old counsel. So his new counsel is kind of trying to come up to speed. So the guy is like misunderstanding everything that the judge says, which I have experience with, because there are formalities that you go through in the court. And to somebody who doesn't understand what's being said, they might think, oh, my God, something's being said about my case. Well, no, they're just laying out the formalities of the court. This is the next thing that's going to happen. We're going to set this hearing at this time, whatever. That doesn't mean they've addressed your issue yet. Then they're going to go back and address your issue, right? So he's thinking that they're saying that they're going to make him wait in in jail for the hearing. That's going to be six reset for like 60 days out. So he starts to kind of lose his, <laughs> he starts to like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> he starts like, like bitching at the judge and stuff on the telephone. And I'm like, oh God, he's fucked. I'm thinking to myself, like this isn't going to go well for him, and um, and sure enough, it, it doesn't go well for him. He, he he's like, I I'm not getting it. This isn't fair. He's saying, this isn't fair. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, like, are you really? Is that what you're going to say in court? This isn't fair. That's not going to work for you, buddy. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, so because he's arguing, I think that had he not behaved the way that he behaved. He would have probably, they would have addressed his his situation and they might have given him bail. But because he kept arguing and he wouldn't listen, then they said, nope, we're just going to revisit this 60 days from now. And <laughs> so he actually, I think that it, my impression of what went down was that he actually created the thing he feared, which was that he was going to stay in jail for 60 more days.
0: <laughs> because he wouldn't listen to a lawyer anyway, you know. I heard, the this is the same guy, I, I'm pretty sure I read a thing on, that he went through four lawyers. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And, yeah. and we all know about that, you know, in our in our industry. When somebody right. comes in and they're like, oh, I've had four lawyers, you're like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have $20,000 or not helping you.
0: <laughs> get out. Yeah,
1: like, hell no. Fuck that. Right.
0: I know. Who would start a sentence like that?
1: <laughs> I'd rather, well, and they have to tell, I mean, like, if they don't tell you, then you're really up a creek. And a lot of the time you have to ask them, I mean, do you owe money to any of your previous lawyers? Oh, I mean, wow. You know, I mean, did you leave and not, did they did they let you run up a little bit of a bill and you decided not to pay it? Because that happens. And you don't want to take a client that already stiffed another lawyer.
0: No, then they're just lawyer shopping at that point. Right. You know, yeah. like they do with doctors, yeah, plenty of them do that, yeah, that's the this guy that's the same one you're talking about, yeah, it just seems like they were big and bold on that day, now all of them in court are acting foolish, they're acting like the one with the helmet needs extra vitamins, and he needs a Keto diet, and this one it stomps his feet.
1: Right. You know? Well, you know, and he he's looking pretty rough, too. Did you know? Yeah. He's yeah. gone downhill. Yeah.
0: In the 60 days that he's been in jail. Who are you calling a snowflake? No
1: shit. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. So I'm sorry I'm enjoying that so much, but it's very entertaining. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And I'm not sorry. I'm
1: thinking if he was my client, you know, because I've had some Trumper clients and I've treated them with kindness and respect. And I've told them, look, look, don't talk that don't talk about that to me. You want me to keep your file in the mix of the active files. (laughs) (laughs) So just keep it to yourself and I'm going to do the best job I can for you.
0: Oh, wow. And that's what I do. I do the best job that I can for them. I love your honesty. You're always, (laughs) I mean, you're just right there. You're just going to tell them. I am. I'm going to tell
1: them. You don't want to keep saying that to me. You know, like, I'm your advocate. And you want to keep me as much, as as excited about being your advocate as I possibly can be.
0: Right. (laughs) So that's the last word you're going to say about that. (laughs) 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 Like, okay. (laughs) You know, this is why fascism works. With the MAGA, this is why it does because it's all race related. You know, mm. you see these guys, these you know white men.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: In court, in trouble, all the white men that were at the inter- insurrection. That's the core of fascism. Yeah. Because they believe in that whole system where they're above everybody else. Right, and that um, there's like a
1: a superior race or a superior group.
0: Yes. Right. This is why I don't understand the women that do this. Yeah. Because these men do not believe you're equal, honey. They don't believe that a bit. I guess those women don't think they're equal either, you know? Maybe. They they don't think they're equal
1: either. I mean, they think that they can get their man to do what they want their man to do. I mean, that's the age-old thing, is the age-old thing. And I swear, just like with—it's kind of like my boss. I mean, like— Like in our office, I remember the lady who used to work for him would be like, I don't, I just approach him in a way that I just manipulate him into doing what I want him to do. And I was like, that is so lame. Like, I I just want to tell him exactly what I think. I want to describe why I think it's the right thing. And I want him to be smart enough to recognize that I'm right. You know? (laughs) The other lady that I worked with, she was like, oh, no, that'll never work. You need to convince him that it's his idea. And so you want to come around sideways and plant like the, and I'm like, oh my god, that's way too much fucking work for me. <laughs> like, I'm not, that is bullshit. You know, let him come up with his own good ideas. You this, know, <laughs> I this, thought, is, okay. it's,
0: this is such old people thinking. This but is the it way still we still goes, goes on. To do it. it still sure. goes
1: on, and and I and I yeah. guess in their in in their way of of functioning, these this group of people, you know, I, I believe that. That that's the way they are. I, I I just think, you know, that there's... Make America great again, goddammit. They're talking about that time when women did what their men said, and the only time they got to do what they wanted to do was when they manipulated their men into thinking it was
0: their idea <laughs> to do what True. they wanted, right? Exactly. I mean, you're talking about the 50s and the 60s, and the thing is that we became, we have come so far... We've come so far, but we still can't say our mind. We can't still can't speak our mind. I'm hoping that the millennials change that, and I think they will.
1: I think they will. I mean, I see, well, like my relationship with my husband, I'm very much more outspoken than he is. He stands up for himself, but he just isn't as eager to voice his opinion as I am. So I probably speak up a lot more than he does generally. You know, he's lucky enough to be a man, so he doesn't have to fight for his right to speak up. And and with him, neither do I, of course. In society, he doesn't have to fight for people to be interested in what his opinion is or to validate his opinion. Right. Even if I I have a better uh, education or if I have a better income or if I have, you know, more experience in the subject matter or something, I mean, his opinion would be validated more quickly and easily than mine would. Uh, just right. by societal standards. And, uh, oh, like really good example. I I wonder if I've said this before and if I have, I'm going to be so annoyed with myself. The VA is sending him letters saying, oh, we have to work on your benefits because because he got moved to the top of our mortgage because of his being a man. And, and the mortgage is a VA loan and it's my VA loan based on my military service. And, and so now they, they've moved his name to the top and now Somehow they think he's the military member. And so he's getting letters about his military benefits. What? He's never been in the fucking military. How'd that uh, happen? That happened oh in a God. that happened in a patriarchal society is how that happened. Yeah. And, and so we're refinancing our house right now. And so I have sent letters to the title company. They're like, this is how this shit is going to read. This shit is going to read Melissa Lynn Kosyon. And Matthew James Kosian, wife and husband. That's how that shit's going to (laughs) read. And they were like, okay. (laughs) And Matthew's like, I don't give a shit.
0: (laughs) Right. He doesn't give a shit. He thinks it's funny. He laughs at But now that you say say that, this makes more sense. Okay, I have a student loan, right? Yeah. I have a student loan out. But then Wilson keeps getting calls about his student loan. Yep, He's well like, that's good. I, I mean, don't have one. We'll just give them
1: our debt, but don't. I, you know, but, yeah. but if it's about ownership of our house, that. <laughs> yeah, I would like to pick and choose. Thank you. <laughs> I think that would be good reparations for the what we've had to suffer all this time. We get to pick the good stuff and, and let them have the bad stuff. You know. Yes. You uh, take my
0: debt. He already taken my debt. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Uh, we've t- we all take our spouse's debt. Right, and my, you know, our, I don't know. I it just really pisses me off that, that that just naturally occurs because of because of the way the system is set up.
0: Right, right. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. So let's go on. We, the next thing was communism. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people think of the communism as a dictator-controlled society. Yeah. But really, it's a form of socialism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Communic- it's like, it's like uh, really
1: strict socialism.
0: Right. It's an economic ideology that advocates for a classless society in which all properties and wealth are commonly owned. It's like so- a co-op. Yeah, that's what it's I was It's like a getting. co-op. It's like a big old co-op. Yeah. Except, so this is my argument with, I mean, we can go back and forth on this, but I thought a really good discussion is this. So, I mean, if you think about it, when you're poor, communism might not be such a terrible thing. Okay. So you're thinking this would not be good, never good. What comes to mind is China and Cuba and North Korea and Vietnam, right? Yep. That's classless societies. Those are the communists that are left in the world. But do you think it would be good anytime? I mean, you bring it to the forefront that you wouldn't have the payments, debt, all the things that you have to have to survive. So everybody has to work on an even plane. But are they working together for a greater good? Or is it more like a breadline situation? Well, I just don't trust the government.
1: And so (laughs) I don't care if the government is a a communist government, a socialist government, a fascist government, a capitalist government, a democratic government. I don't trust the government because they lie, cheat, and steal. They make the rules to benefit themselves. So if we lived in—I feel like if we lived in a communist society, you know, ideally what we'd be doing is we'd all be pitching in so that we could have an even piece of the pie. Everyone— Right. And we would right. all but there's no first off, that's not human nature. You know, we, we usually succeed because of our competitive natures. You know, I mean, it drives me to do better to compete, actually, right. to compete against myself or to compete against someone else. But I do think that there would be the government would be rich in a communist society because government is corrupt and there's no way they would not enrich themselves while the rest of us got our piece of what's left of that pie. I don't think that any of these ideologies would work totally. I don't think it could be 100% uh, communist. I don't think it could, well, fascist is, of course, off the table. I don't think it could be 100% socialist or 100% communist or 100% capitalist. I don't think that any of those would work.
0: Well, the United States was run on capitalism and that didn't work. And it didn't work, right.
1: I say a combination, you know, I mean, if we were, if we could just be intelligent (laughs) and look at history and analyze what works uh, around the globe and say, oh, for this, Part of our government, it makes sense to be capital uh, to to be socialist, like Medicare, Social Security, yeah. like like what we've done to some degree. But you know, we, we just go off the rails when it comes to like regulations. When I was listening to uh, Bill Maher, the thing he, uh, he said that was, even though I can't stand that motherfucker because he is such a misogynist prick, <laughs> um, I still think he says some of the most intelligent things. And he was talking about China, and he was saying. China's kicking our ass. You know, they have an inf- infrastructure uh, plan, and they're going to knock that shit out quickly. And they have high-speed light rail. And they, their economy has been growing, like like, over and no, doubling, tripling, quadrupling. They are doing better and better and better and better. And they are building shit. And for COVID, they were like, we need to build a fucking facility that put these COVID people in. And they built a four-story facility in, like, lickety-split. And they had people in there getting treated. And they, they didn't even have to use it for very long because they got that shit under control. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think everything about China is right or smart or good. But I think they are doing a way fucking better job than we are on almost all the things we keep saying we're trying to do. And we are paralyzed. We can't do shit. We can't get anything done. We just got this $1.9 trillion thing done. But, you know, we get stumped on every little thing. We can't even rename something. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> much less build something,
0: you know. And, right. And that's so true. Even when we got this legislation through, what's the next steps and are the next steps actually going to get done? Like you have that, the first bill that Trump got through, some of that money hasn't even been spent yet. Right. And that's bullshit. Yep. I mean, I know that a large part of that went to very big companies and then it had to be returned or they returned it on their own. But it You know, there was no limitations on how big your corporation could be to get this money, which was bullshit, right? right? But they still have money out there. They do. They They still have money in that project that hasn't been taken care of. Or, or implement it. Right. It should have been. Like, we should have had—that should have been the money to go to the mass vaccinations that should have been done ASAP as soon as we had the vaccines. Well, Trump totally failed.
1: And I think Biden's doing a much better job about COVID. There's no doubt, like, he's he's kicking Trump's ass all over the place about COVID. The question I have, the the question I immediately have now is if we can get past this COVID thing, and that is number one, obviously. But if we can get past COVID, the next thing is not infrastructure, though. It's popular and it makes people happy and it feels like you're getting something done. The next step is voter rights. And if we can't get the voter rights thing figured out and stop these people from stealing the vote and and suppressing the vote and taking away the vote from all the minorities, then fuck it. We're not even going to get another administration. So why are we
0: even trying? Right. Yes. Voter. The next thing on our, our agenda also is that voter thing. Like it's, that's huge. That's it. Like, Without that, we're nothing. Right. We have to get this gerrymandering stopped. Period. Because yeah. uh, it's all Republicans are thinking about right now. Really, they're all they're thinking. How can we draw these lines so that we can pack the votes? Our, for the next you, time? our
1: judicial system stood the test of Trump for the most part. You know, I mean that was what i remember when trump won and i was crying <laughs> <laughs> right and then my husband was like so mad and he was like railing or whatever and i had said to him the thing that's going to save us is our just is our judicial system and i'm not saying justice system i'm saying judicial <laughs> because right. there is no fucking justice in this country generally but the the courts and the laws the way they're structured are going to be the thing that saves us from that motherfucker. And it was true. Yeah. All the way, I mean, not every minute, not every instance, but, but pretty much across the board all the way through. And so now we need to shore that up. We need to, to take better care of that. We need to clean that up. We need to make that stronger than ever before. We need to ha- We need to put through the judicial system the questions that we have. More firm laws and rules can be made. To make sure that kind of shit isn't happening in the future. And that should be our main focus. I mean, until we've got a handle on it. And then build some fucking bridges. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. Right? We can do more than one thing at a time, too, really. Exactly. Yeah. People
0: do it in in real business all the time. Yeah. Government can do it. Yeah. They just choose to not think about what needs to be done and think about who's voting next and doing their you know, all their campaigning and thinking about that kind of future What's make instead us of thinking look about good? Yeah. Anything that is part of that and not part of getting shit done. Right. That's not their agenda. Their agenda is not to get shit done. Right. It's to make the other person look bad or make the other side look bad. Period.
1: And Joe Biden needs to live for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. don't go nowhere he needs to stay alive that's his main <laughs> <laughs> that's his main job <laughs> actually yes right i
0: gotcha on our thing that says that marxism and yeah. so marxism is really the theory of communism right okay yeah so it's, it's classless mar- society yeah, on Netflix, there's this documentary, it's called Genius of the Modern World, and one of them is Karl Marx. It's, was oh, yeah. a German philosopher, and it's actually really good, but, you know, you brought up a really good point when it comes to, it's just not human nature. Right. And, and this philosopher had this whole thing in his mind that it was, was not going to work, because yeah. you're right, human nature is not to work together. Right, it's and I to mean, it's our go to the top.
1: Right, I mean, all you have to do is look at like put, a, you know, take take siblings when they're little, and they don't know any different. You know, they just they compete against each other. They fight for attention. Right, they, you know, they have different skill sets. They're good at different things. You know, they have to develop the thing that they're the best at. You know, right. and they have to learn that through trial and error. And so, how do you figure all that out if you? If there's no challenge.
0: Right. It was a theory of mm-hmm. no class. But communism is actually the theory implemented, and we see how that works. We right. only have six communist countries in the world. Some are working. Some and they're are fine. not really I communist. Mean, I mean, China is not truly com-
1: It's just a, it's got some communism built into it. But they're not fully communist.
0: No, but they considered themselves Right, but
1: that's like we consider ourselves democracy.
0: Yeah, but we are really just capitalism and socialism combined. Right,
1: (laughs) and we've got, like, corruption out the ass.
0: Right, just like every other government in the world. Right. In the world.
1: Right, so my feeling is as long as it's a government, it
0: won't be successful. (laughs) (laughs) we need that but if you don't have the government you're going to have chaos yeah that's have, true even I mean,
1: that's true we even have to if try. you
0: rely on that judicial system yeah. even if you rely on that you're still going to need some sort of governing um i'm not saying that they're governing cuz they're not but yeah. you still need it some sort of okay let's go to our word of the week mainstream media yeah <laughs> I
1: mean, so I guess it's easier oh to say what is not mainstream media instead Correct. of what is mainstream media.
0: Yeah. Well, there's only six corporations that hold 90% of okay. the media in the world. Okay. That's Comcast, Disney, CBS, Fox, Viacom, and CNN. Okay. And so wow. MSNBC is owned by who now? And, uh, and I would think that
1: CNN. Oh, I'm not sure. That's interesting. That's why. That's why they, what came down
0: on CNN so hard. Probably. I mean, they all own each other or they're little parts of each other. Right. Okay. Right. That's why
1: Trump wanted to start his own media company.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mainstream media wasn't even a thing when we were growing up. I mean, nobody knew the difference you had, but you also had credible people. I feel like, credible journalists. You had all of that. You didn't have the Rush Limbaugh. You didn't have the shock jocks. You didn't have this whole conservative movement. I mean, I was listening to a podcast about Rush Limbaugh, and it it was fascinating because he didn't even register to vote until he was 35 years old. Wow. Right. You know why? Because he was an entertainer. He He wasn't a spokesman it wasn't he wasn't the conservative (laughs) thing he made that shit up he made it up and then he he made it all up and he became in the more it was snowball the more he was controversial the more he got bigger the richer he got the more conservative people loved him the louder and the crazier he became it was a an actor to him snowball effect right I mean, he he would never have thought this was where he was going to be. He wanted to be a DJ, period. Right. <laughs> but he became famous, you know, running his conservative mouth. Yeah, there you go. Making it more and more shocking. And that's where you get this whole conservative TV, conservative radio versus your mainstream media, which really is what a majority of the United States believes. Believe it or not, it's still a majority right now. It's like being an influencer
1: or being popular or famous slash famous instead of being news. Yeah. Right. And, um, oh, I looked it up, and uh, MSNBC is owned by Comcast. So, Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I think the mainstream media is everything. I mean, I don't think PBS is mainstream media. I don't think the BBC is because it's not ours, you know. I mean, they do kind of parrot some of the things they see on our media, but they're not only talking about us, and they're not pandering to us, I don't believe.
0: No. Uh, pandering is a great word. That's yeah. a great word for it. On our Instagram, I put a chart up there, and I think I put it on the, our Facebook, too. Okay. And it shows how people... Do not even Fox, even people that follow Fox, journalists journalists in general, the belief of what's going on, the trust system, yeah, has has been going down for eight years. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was before trump. it It's been people do not believe anything that comes out of TV anymore right. That's sad. I think
1: that's true. I feel like, ok. so Rachel Maddow gets on my nerves. however, <laughs> Uh, I mean, the way she talks gets on my nerves and it, it gets on my nerves that she repeats herself t- as though we are too stupid to go on to the next concept without hearing it four fucking times. That really irritates me. in four different ways, you know, like that really irritates me. But she shows you where she gets her information. She backs up her story with transcripts, with evidence, with documentation with, you know, I mean, I just feel like when I watch her show, which even though she irritates me, I sometimes watch it anyway, because I feel like she does real reporting. She digs shit up. She shows you how she found it. She shows you why it's true. And I don't see other people doing that as much as she does it. She does it really in depth. Like she's always putting up the transcript. And she, it's a public record. So you can go check that shit. To me, that's what I want to see. I want to see where did you get your information? Why did you come to that conclusion? And if you're doing that, then I'm comfortable with it.
0: That's so funny. That's what I have to ask Wilson every time. He comes home with some shit that one of the Trumpers has said at work, you know. (laughs) When he doesn't have the truck or something, he has to sit in. He's like, at lunch, they all like hanging out. And they're just like... Biden did this and Biden did that. And he's just like, oh, why do I have to listen to this? But he can't say anything. I mean, it's his job.
1: Yeah, he just needs to get through it.
0: Right. But I just feel like, and he has stood up before. He has stood up and said something like, where did you hear that? What's your proof? What's happened? You know, where did you hear that? And they'll always be Fox. And he'll say something more like, I hate that. Fox, they're such liars. And,
1: <laughs> and then and it's like, on, really? like Donkey
0: Kong. Yeah. 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 Silence. Uh, I just think that the propaganda that happens right now in conservative news, I feel like it's propaganda. Well, actually, I know it is. It's gaslighting. It is. They just yeah. want to, they don't have any real issues. They don't have any real issues that, that they want or fight for. So they have to, to turn it to another, you know, Put over here, gaslighting right. everybody. Right. Well, I
1: watch. I, I turn to Fox. Like it's funny because I loaded Fox News channels onto our. We have Sling, and and so we have my channels. And normally right. you would go uh, down, left, 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 and that's CNN. <laughs> and so, uh, so we were programmed to go down and go to CNN to look at things, or sometimes MSNBC or. I have PBS, I also have BBC. BBC was down, (laughs) left-left is BBC, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I loaded in Fox News and some other channels and Matthew's like, I have to go down and I have to go over 11 times to get to CNN. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, your thumb is going to break. And um, (laughs) so I threw him for a loop, but I was like, listen, I want to be able to switch back and forth and see what's going on. So the other day I was watching CNN, and I, I, it was about Biden's uh, $1.9 trillion package, and it had just passed and was going back. I guess it had passed the uh, Senate and was going back to the House. And I thought, well, I wonder what Fox is saying about this. So like, I, I switched over to Fox, and what do you think they were talking about? Dr. Seuss. The immigration crisis at the border. <laughs> not, but I have to say, in that immigration crisis at the border, they were not talking about the kids who have not yet been reunited with their families <laughs> that were removed during the Trump administration from their families. Of course, that's not what they were talking about. They were talking about how it's gotten so out of hand since the minute that Biden got into the presidency. So right. you know, I mean, I was like, could we be on two different fucking planets here? I mean, like <laughs> what? I, like they—they're not. They probably covered the pack like for five minutes because they don't want to talk about that because everybody who's watching them is getting ready to get a $1,400 check put in their account. And that's going to make those motherfuckers happy. And they Mm -hmm. don't want to give any more wind or attention to that. It's already going to get because those fuckers can buy a washer and dryer.
0: You are absolutely right. They don't want to put it. That's why all (laughs) last week we had to hear the Dr. Seuss shit. Then we had to hear your potato head shit. Yeah. And you're ca- you're canceling our culture. Right. I'm, no. Right. Nobody did any of that. Right. And how about we get back to the fact that none of your people signed the fucking bill to save America. Right. Tell me that. Right. Let's, and what about all these kids? I mean,
1: they are disgusted. I just think if this had happened when I'd been a single mom and I was going to get $300 a month for, I don't know how long it's going to last, but three an extra $300 a month to help with my kid, like during the time when I wasn't getting child support, maybe, or right. during the time when, well, my child support never got raised appropriately as as my child's father's income went up because we lived in different states and we couldn't, it, there was no way to keep that going and get that reviewed because we lived in different states and I was not I'd not wealthy enough to to pay lawyers to help me do that, you know? Right. So I just think, like, how much more quickly could I have gotten my—maybe I could have gotten a bachelor's degree instead of a, an associate's degree, you know? Right. May, how much more quickly could I have gotten on my feet and, and provided better for my kid if, if I had had that, you know? And I yeah. think of all these single mothers out there— All these people that my husband works with at Walmart, with their measly fucking wages when they work their asses off so hard, and maybe they have three kids and they just are barely surviving. This is going to help them so much. This is going to give them a chance to get up, get a leg up, get something more for themselves, have a CD, have some money in the bank so that they have something to fall back on if something goes wrong. You know, I mean, I just.
0: And we talked about that before, where who cares if they just put it away? Who mm-hmm. cares if they don't need it at this moment? This is going to help society in whole at this time and in the future. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, for once, we're, we're looking to the future. We don't even
1: know how much it's going to help us yet. Right.
0: It's pre-planning. And
1: all these kids who live in a household where the stress is going to be relieved to some degree a little bit. I mean, some of those parents, they're not, they're, they're not abusive people. They are stressed to the fucking max. Right. And they're f- scared that they're not right. going to be able to pay their mortgage or pay their electric bill. And so right. they're like, shut the fuck up, Johnny. You know, (laughs) I'm trying to do this thing over here. You know what I mean? Like, they're just stressed out and they they can't, you know, maybe this will give them a chance to say, hey, son, let's go throw a ball in the backyard. I don't feel like, you know, ripping your head off because I'm not stressed to the max. You know, even just down to the tiniest little, just how their lives change every single day.
0: Right. It is. It's going to relieve a lot of pain. I mean, just a lot. Mm -hmm. And so the Republicans don't want to talk about it because like in the beginning of this podcast, when you said that they, you know, they just don't want to talk about it because they're not because they didn't sign it.
1: Right. They want us to forget as quickly as possible who did it so that they can do that cycle again where they can say, you're not satisfied with what's happening now, change everything and put us back in. And and sure enough, I mean, they're going to probably be successful about it because people are just real stupid, and they have real their memories are not long, worse than worse than ever, you know.
0: And well, that's how all media gets you.
1: Yeah, they just change every day. It's the news story. They just change
0: it, and here's the new story, and here's the cycle, and here's how fast it's going to go. And then now that we have Google and Facebook and all these Twitter and Instagrams, what happens is. Those feeds, the algorithms of all of those feeds, just affirms whatever you want to, to believe. Hear. Right. And, and bombard you
1: with so many different messages right. that that you can never stay on track. And like, yeah, the fact that he was a pussy grabber is so far in the past that it just doesn't matter anymore. Right? Right. How because did they that ever not news. matter? I still don't know. Like, still to this day, I'm like, pussy grabber president? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. know. How could we be a country without a pussycrabber
0: president? Right. Well, his own niece said that. That's why she never came forward in the beginning, because she said, this is it. I mean, that they had an interview with her, and, and George asked her, like, why didn't you come forward faster? And she said, because everything that happened with him, he was getting away with. Yeah, he still did. He always right. he
1: still has. Until they put him in jail, until they get him.
0: And they never will.
1: I'm just like, I mean, should we just lose faith that they're gonna get him? I wanna know what the fuck is going on. I wanna <laughs> know, like I, I I saw something though just recently. That was the, they had, uh, oh, I know. It was uh, a news story that said, I didn't watch the whole, I don't think I saw the whole thing. It was probably while I was getting ready for work. It was that his time in the presidency was giving them more to hold against him. Yeah. The Southern District of New York. So they were gathering additional uh, fuel against him from things that he did during his presidency. So,
0: well, this was why other. Intention with the Cuomo thing is that if Cuomo resigns, then you have another attorney general coming in there or or another governor that uh is maybe more conservative, conservative to Trump. And that blows the whole Trump case right out, because right now, right now, New York is like the number one hit list for Trump. I mean, they're right, right. gunning for him. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess we'll see because uh, you're saying that if Cuomo's out, then whoever the new governor is can pick a different attorney general. And Correct. then that attorney general may not go after Trump still. And, you know, then we're just still the most corrupt Correct. country, first world country that exists.
0: That's what <laughs> you I'm know? saying. I mean, like, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: I mean, well, I, that's what I don't I'm trying have a lot of think. faith. I don't have much faith. I mean, I, I feel sad to say it. I have to do this balancing act where I care a little bit here and there, and then I focus on my own life because, you know, I got my own fucking problems. Right. I, I, I want to have a good quality of life. I want to enjoy my life. You only get this one. And I don't want to let the horrors of this country take away my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> you know? True. Yeah. I mean,
0: I get that. I do. I do. But you know, I was going to ask you this question just to clean everything up. But what do you think this country would look like in 2020 if we did had had a different government, like one of these other ones, oh. you know, fascist or socialist or well we are kind of but communists, you know, if how would 2020 would have been different? Hm.
1: Well, I would think that in any one of them If we had just had less corruption, if in any way we could bring down the corruption and the purchasing of the government by corporations and pharmaceutical companies and stuff, then we would have responded to the pandemic better. Right. Or maybe we would have avoided the pandemic because we would have been focusing on and spending our resources on more appropriate and important things than we have been doing. So, I mean, I don't know which one of these would have led to that. We skipped over libertarianism and you know, my dad's the libertarian that I know the best and uh, I know a couple yeah, other Yeah, we
0: What is that? I, I looked, looked that up and I did not understand. Well,
1: libertarians are people who are it's 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 mostly capitalists, you know. I mean, but what it is is they they believe in your they believe in small government as little government as possible so theoretically they're good if you if you mixed it in with some socialism <laughs> but they're anti socialism you know but right. uh, but they're very capitalism but they're also like they don't want the government making restrictions on you like like they shouldn't tell you that you that, that drugs are illegal. Like you should make a decision for yourself about whether drugs are legal or illegal, or I mean, good for you or not good for you. If you want to be a sex worker, I mean, you're an independent person. If you want to do that, then it's your within your right. It's your own body. They believe that uh, abortion is a choice. You know, it's a medical procedure. It's a, a, an, a medical advance that was made at some point that made that that situation. It's very personal autonomy. Yeah. You know, it's very liberal when it comes to um, social type things and very conservative when it comes to financial type things. So, so they don't think the government should be spending money or, you know, so if they would be libertarians that are true libertarians would be anti the way Trump ran shit, you know, giving money to all the rich people. But there's been some kind of confusion about that, because a lot of people who say they're Republicans now, the ones that seem like they're the most fundamentalist kind of ones, say they're libertarian. The Trump ones say they're libertarian, which I don't think that that is libertarian.
0: No, from what I read, it is anti-government all the way. Anti-government all the way. It wouldn't be tax cuts for the rich. No. It would be no taxes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It
0: would be no taxes. taxes.
1: Right. I mean, they'd find, maybe they'd find a way to tax something specifically for that thing. So to, to support that thing. So like say sales tax would maybe be okay because you're making a choice to purchase an item and then the tax from that item goes back into creating that item.
0: Gotcha. You know what
1: I mean? So that would probably be okay, but not like Like the government taxing us and then deciding what to do with that, like our income tax, and then making a decision about what to provide for everyone, not letting us decide what what would be provided. Yes. Right.
0: That makes sense. Okay. So, I mean,
1: theoretically, it's good, but in practice, just like all the other ones, it can be real fucked up. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you wouldn't have any safety net. You wouldn't have anybody that... Say as I don't know mentally handicapped or they can't seem right. to keep a job or right. children of poor and things like that. I'm thinking those it, people would not be helped at all. They would just die,
1: <laughs> and then right. you would, and then you wouldn't have them anymore to worry about. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I mean, like I, I it's it, it's not it, practical. A lot of it, right? No. But, I mean, it'd be interesting to have my dad come on and talk about that and see what his take is on that. Because he's really—
0: He's a libertarian. He really believes it.
1: He does. And we have to be careful because he and I have arguments where I feel like he comes across as not racially uh, sensitive, you know? And I don't want to— Portray him, but at the same, and I am curious. I mean, we could like set boundaries and say like he's going to talk about libertarianism, and if we start to go off the rails, we have a safe word, <laughs> <So> like popcorn. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can't <laughs> go back, and reel funny. it in, right? i not. But maybe we could find a way to do that, and that would be interesting.
0: That might be interesting. We, I'd like have, to hear uh, more I, about we, this libertarian. We haven't
1: libertarian. talked about whether we'd ever have a guest, but that would be a, an interesting guest for that.
0: Yeah, well, I would really like to understand the libertarian a little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I, I'd like to hear him talk about it where maybe I didn't interrupt so much. <laughs> <laughs> He'd Funny. probably like to talk to me about it where I didn't interrupt so much too. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Next week, we're doing immigration reform. Uh-huh. That ought to be fun That'll for be you, Texan. The order.
1: <laughs> yeah. We can go look at that, like, partial wall.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Too bad we I can't just, put up pictures. Oh, my God. Oh my notes, this is so funny. On oh, my notes, I put on the order that makes Republicans, publicans, puke. Oh. Immigration. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the word of the week will be cast... Okay. That's C-A-S-T-E, if y'all didn't know. You know, we just brought up this topic because there are so many other political theories and ideologies. We thought it was important to go over the other possibilities. And why, even though America is imperfect, we can still sit around a table and ask why.
1: Yeah. Why isn't it? Right.
0: And even though we have vaginas, you know,
1: we're allowed to... Speak, I guess there's a lot of countries where that's not true. So I guess we could.
0: Right. We get. We still get to. You and I still get to sit here and cuss people and talk negatively yeah. about people in our government, and we're pretty sure that a Gestapo is not going to come flying through the fucking door, right? Yeah. And I bet. Like,
1: the, <laughs> I bet the people in the MAGA hats probably think we should just feel lucky we get to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Uh, yeah please. (laughs) Y'all, y'all are so lucky. (laughs) Okay, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you like us, share us with a friend or piss off your family by sharing with them. Whatever way works for you. Yay. <laughs> we have those. Let right? us
1: piss off your family. And not just our <laughs> own.
0: <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at American What The F. Instagram is what the F America. Facebook is what the F America. Leave us a comment and I'm sure we'll have an opinion about that too. <laughs> I'm Renee Jones. And I'm Melissa Kosian. Thanks for listening to What the The Fuck fuck America. America?